Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of KLA Corporation, ticker symbol KLAC. We're looking at the business today as a subscriber request, so thank you to Jose for recommending the company. Currently, KLA is trading for $402.70 per share. Over the last year, their stock price is up 9%. This is in contrast to many of the members of the S&P 500. Overall, the S&P 500 index is down over the past year. Over the last five years, KLA is compounding at a ridiculous 30.5% compounded annual growth rate. Over 10 years, they're compounding their stock price at 22% a year. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, KLA is compounding their stock price at a rate of 13% annually. Keep in mind that the company also does pay out dividends. Currently, they have a 1.2% dividend yield, so their average dividend yield throughout this time frame would be in addition to this compounded annual return. KLA is currently trading about $26 below their 52-week high. They're up more than $150 from their 52-week low. A little over 2% of the company's shares outstanding are currently sold short. And this is a large business. They have nearly a $55 billion market cap. So for additional background about the business, KLA designs and manufactures yield management and process monitoring diagnostic and control systems for the semiconductor manufacturing industry. The systems are used to analyze the manufacturing process at various steps in a semiconductor's development. The firm's laser scanning products are used for wafer qualification, process monitoring, and equipment monitoring. KLA also provides inspection tools and systems for optical metrology and EB metrology. KLA Corporation was incorporated in 1975 and is headquartered in Milpitas, California. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of KLA based off of their business fundamentals. So this is still an evolving and improving process. It's still a work in progress, and it serves as an opportunity to learn in public. So with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by looking for a benchmark of 14% or higher here, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So KLA has earned significantly above average returns on capital in all five of these years. Their lowest returns on capital came in their fiscal 2019 when they earned about 20% returns on capital. In their most recent fiscal year, the company earned 41% returns on capital. And when we average out their returns on capital over these last five fiscal years, the company is earning about 32% returns on capital in a typical year. Those returns are nearly five times better than those of a typical business, and that's more than double the benchmark we're looking for. So this is a very big check to start things off here on metric number one for KLA. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are gonna be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. We'll also be including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. So over this time frame, KLA's revenues are up by more than two and a half times. So they've seen massive revenue growth. Their earnings have more than quadrupled over the same period. And their free cash flows are also up two and a half times. This is very strong growth here across the board for KLA. This is our second check in a row here on metric number two. 
And it's particularly great to see such strong free cash flow growth for the business because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business. And a business can use its free cash flows to reinvest back into the business, make acquisitions, pay dividends, buy back shares, or pay down debt. So ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day discounted back by some reasonable interest rate is what that business is going to be worth. So great to see such strong growth here for KLA. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at KLA on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. So in our previous metric, we learned that their earnings are up by more than four times over this period. We still want to look at what the company has done in terms of their shares outstanding and likely benefiting long-term shareholders in the business. KLA has repurchased around 7% of their shares outstanding over this time frame. So this is important because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. And so when a business buys back its stock by decreasing the number of shares that they have outstanding, they're increasing your ownership percentage of the business, which is ultimately going to increase the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if the company is making a partial acquisition of itself. And so just like with any other acquisition, we want the company to be getting more value than the price that they're paying. So practically, this means that we want businesses buying back their shares when the company is trading for below its intrinsic value, and it looks like an attractive use of their capital relative to some of their other opportunities. So between these higher earnings and these share buybacks here, this has led to strong earnings per share growth that again has more than quadrupled over this time frame for KLA. So this is our third check of the day here on metric number three. Next up for metric number four, here we're looking for something very similar. So here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. We learned previously that their free cash flows have increased by nearly two and a half times over this time frame. So a very similar story to their earnings with such strong free cash flow growth for the business and having fewer shares outstanding. This is strong free cash flow per share growth here for KLA. This is another check on metric number four. And so far, we are perfect through our first four metrics, four for four on KLA. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow that the business has produced over the last five years. So KLA has added on some debt recently for the business. They ended their fiscal 2022 with about $4 billion worth of net debt. However, since then, they've been paying this off somewhat. Currently, KLA has about $3.4 billion worth of net debt. And over these last five years, the business has produced about $8.8 billion worth of free cash flow including about $3 billion worth of free cash flow in their last 12 months alone. So it looks like relative to the debt that they're employing, KLA is very cash flow generative and they're using a modest and reasonable amount of debt in their business. So this is another check here on metric number five. We're still perfect through our first five metrics as the business does not look like it's overly levered. Let's see if KLA has what it takes to go a perfect six for six on our analysis today. So our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and potentially offer us a reasonable starting point for evaluation of KLA. So we learned in the previous metric that KLA has produced $8.8 billion worth of free cash flow over the last five years, meaning that the business produces about $1.75 billion worth of free cash flow in an average year. And currently the business has a $58 billion total enterprise value. So we're using their enterprise value here because it takes into account both the business's market cap and their net debt position. 
and it's going to give us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if KLA were a private company. So when we divide KLA's $1.75 billion of their average free cash flow by their $58 billion total enterprise value, that gives us just about a 3% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So unfortunately, that's coming in a couple of percentage points below that 5% risk premium. And this is also below the yield of the 10-year treasury as well. So coming in all the way at the end here on metric number six, this is going to be our first and only X of the day for KLA, as the business doesn't look like it's offering us that risk premium based off their historical free cash flows. Worth being aware of, though, is that KLA has produced $3 billion worth of free cash flow over their last 12 months and in their previous fiscal year as well. So if we divide those $3 billion of their last 12 months of free cash flow by their $58 billion total enterprise value, that would give us about a 5.1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So that would be just very slightly above that 5% risk premium. So because their average and their current free cash flows are split here on either side of that risk premium, in addition to its strong showing on some of these other metrics, KLA could still be an interesting business to dig into and learn more about. So keep in mind that this type of analysis is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. It's not financial advice. However, it is meant to give a beginning and holistic understanding of the business. And even though this is an X here on metric number six, this is just one of our six metrics. And while these metrics are simple, when they're combined together, they can be very powerful. And we've still got some interesting aspects of the business left to cover. Then as a bonus here, we're taking a look at KLA's dividend profile. So currently KLA pays out a 1.2% dividend yield. So as we've been looking at the fundamentals of a business, we also want to look to see if their dividends are well supported by that business's free cash flows for a business like KLA. And in all five of these years, KLA has not only increased their dividends, overall they've also increased their free cash flows, and they've maintained a very healthy dividend payout ratio, never paying out more than 50% of their free cash flows as dividends per share. So it would seem like if the business is able to carry this performance forward into the future, that KLA's dividend would be in very healthy and seemingly very sustainable shape relative to their free cash flows. So while this is a snapshot of their past five years of performance, this potentially bodes well for KLA's abilities to sustainably pay a dividends into the future. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze KLA, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair intrinsic value for KLA Corp. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. Here we're starting with the business's current free cash flows and using historical growth assumptions for how the business has grown their free cash flows over the past decade to project these out into the future. So it's up to you to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions are gonna be potentially accurate and applicable going forward for the business in order to give us a baseline projected estimate for KLA. But if we assume that the business can grow their free cash flows at a rate of 14.5% annually over the next 10 years, then for the 10 years out after that, that this growth rate would be cut in half and they'd be growing their free cash flows at a rate of about 7% annually then we're not adding in the company's tangible book value as that's going to be skewed based off how the accounting is done for their share buybacks. If we are ideally seeking a 15% rate of return from KLA, using these assumptions from today's valuations of the business, it looks like a reasonable fair value for KLA is around $333 per share. So while that is well within the range of where the business has traded during its past 52 weeks, that's down about $70 from their current stock price, 
So it looks like at today's prices that the business would be trending toward being slightly more overvalued than fairly valued. Keep in mind that a discounted cash flow model is based off the predictability of a business's future free cash flows. So while KLA may be potentially more predictable than some types of businesses, there are other businesses that are even more predictable than KLA, especially because they're a supplier to the semiconductor market, which has tended to be cyclical with some pretty major boom and bust cycles throughout the years. So that's just one aspect for this business that you would want to be mindful of. Also, please be mindful of the fact that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So in just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for KLA, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business, especially those that support the key points for either a potential long or a potential short thesis of the company? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for KLA, number one, by focusing on PDC, KLA has carved a leadership position in this increasingly important sub-segment of the equipment market. Number two, KLA has the most extensive data and knowledge base in the PDC market, which it has gained through years of industry leadership, making it difficult for competitors to catch up. And number three, KLA is the leader in a highly profitable segment. PDC tools lower production costs and maximize productivity for chip makers, making them a crucial part of the semiconductor manufacturing process. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, KLA must maintain its technological edge through constant innovation in emerging areas. Failure to do so would harm its industry-leading position. Number two, KLA is exposed to the cyclical semiconductor industry. And number three, competitors like Applied Materials and Onto Innovation have been trying for years to rest away KLA's leading market share in PDC. So hopefully that offers a potentially balanced perspective around some of the key qualitative aspects of the business. Now it's time for our wrap up. So in summary, KLA checks the box on five out of our six metrics. The company was very close for going six for six and being a perfect select six stock today. However, they were off when it came to their average free cash flow to their enterprise value yield, as that was not looking like it was giving us the risk premium we're ideally seeking in comparison to the yield of the 10-year treasury. On a current basis, their free cash flows, that risk premium might be there. That's something you would want to dig in and learn more about. However, it looks like relative to the free cash flows that the business has produced both on an average and a current basis, the company is utilizing a reasonable and appropriate amount of leverage. KLA has also bought back 7% of their shares over their last five fiscal years. Their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows are up massively over this time frame, and the company earns very high returns on capital coming in at about 32% in a given year. When we looked at the business's dividend profile, it looks like KLA has healthily been able to support their dividends with their free cash flows in all five of the past previous years, and that this dividend has been steadily growing over this time, almost in lockstep with their free cash flows as well. Finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of KLA, if you've done the work and you believe that those historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward for the business and you are ideally seeking a 15% rate of return for KLA, then it looks like at today's valuations, a reasonable fair intrinsic value for KLA is right around $333 per share. So the company did trade at those levels back at the end of October in 2022. So again, if you've dug in deeper and understand the business in more depth, and you would think that those are applicable, you would just want to be patient for the price to come back more in your wheelhouse. Keep in mind that there are reasons why this may not be potentially accurate and applicable for the business, So it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. 
It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about KLA. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make researching easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 119 bucks. That's just 33 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but if you use my link, it's 50% off. So check it out if you're interested. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of KLA, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for the company will be. As a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business, and you can truly understand its ins and outs and understand what's important and what's not important for the company, learning about the business accurately, completely, and then going back and asking yourself, what did you miss? in order to come to understand the underlying essence of the business. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of KLA Corporation, ticker symbol KLAC. Again, we looked at the business as a subscriber request, so thank you to Jose for recommending the business. I'm happy to make an analysis of the company. So if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about KLA with me, and have a great day.